Welcome to DNR, the DNR Fancast. I'm the DM Ken, and joining me is CJ. Hello! I'm CJ, I play Jacova, Drow Bard. Uh, and Andy. Hi, uh, I'm playing uh, Erkan Varkus, the Dragonborn Cleric. And Rob. Hi, I'm Rob, I am playing Hamish Thorleafson, the Dwarf Sorcerer. And last but not least, Ian. Hello, I'm Ian. I'm playing Liam Elsier, the half-elf bard. All right. Does anyone remember what we did a month ago? Uh, I misunderstood everything? Uh, correct, yes. <laughs> um, I had some clutch rolls. Oh, you mean, um, you mean you're... There was an accidental groping? Yeah, yeah. You're, yep. you're, you're, you're <laughs> oh, we were going to one. break onto the... We were going to break onto the boat because yeah. uh, the guards were like, hey, you guys seem kind of sketchy. We're not going to let you on the boat, which is like totally understandable, but we want to get on that boat because we think there's something on there. I was about uh, to say, like, did, might be did they have drugs. any reason to let you on slaves. the boat? <laughs> was it drugs? Uh, was it drugs or slaves? Uh, you guys were speculating wildly oh. <laughs> about what was on the boat. Concrete. Uh, yeah, the got the tiefling was arrested for attempting to buy drugs, but what was on the boat was wild speculation. He said he didn't know, and you guys went, "Oh, clearly it's drug smuggling," or, <laughs> or hey, they're they're clearly dragging slaves. But the one thing he did say is that the things he loaded on the dock were sealed crates. So, either they're dead slaves or it's not slaves. <laughs> yeah. Anything is possible. Anything could be possible. <laughs> yeah. It's bone fragments of that dragon. Oh yeah. It was the overzealous old lady who had sway with the mayor, I think. It was the one oh, that yeah. accused him because she's like horribly, horribly racist. Uh yes. Her name is Tuesday Atterton, and she is the head of the citizens brigade. And she has the opposite of sway with the mayor. That's why she All came right. to you, because she tried to citizens arrest this suspicious tiefling who didn't buy drugs. <laughs> and tried to turn him into the guard, and the guard said he committed no crimes, and she said, Well, too bad, I'm going to DNR. They'll do something about this. <laughs> and then we were told to do something about it. Yep, because she was then hiring we bumbled you. around for like two hours. Yep. <laughs> Turns out we may have found something. On accident. Maybe, because you went to the Pouncing yeah, Claw. So... You went to the Pouncing Claw uh... and you found a drow man and he was very friendly and he, he said he was looking for someone who was sadly not there. Gee, I wonder who that could mm. be. <laughs> Uh, he said he was yeah. looking for someone who was sadly not there, but uh, he said, well, you know, maybe we could work together at some point. And as he went to go shake hands, someone caught a glimpse of a tattoo. Oh, yeah. That was a black hand tattoo? Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Even with great folk. Oh, yeah. Things are going well. And then I believe one of you guys intentionally tried to grope him. <laughs> I believe that was Hamish. Yes. I, I was not intentionally groping him. I was just 
saying thank you or goodbye. I'm not sure which one. I think it's goodbye. Yeah. He learned it from you, okay? <laughs> yes. I... Because you <laughs> went... teach anything. You went to investigate the place in which a bunch of teenagers are selling black grass, which is weed. Uh, yeah, and... that went well. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. there was an attempt to try and pickpocket his bulging pockets, which is clearly where the fistfuls of black grass were. And the crit one resulted in just a full-on sack tap. Because <laughs> yeah. his penis is in his pocket. Yes. He was playing for <laughs> And Hamish, because it was so in the open, Hamish interpreted that as, oh, that's how you shake hands. Shake hands. Yeah. yeah. Friendly mm-hmm. sack tap. So, nothing on my end. He made that distinction on his own. Correct. You just helped him along the way. <laughs> Following your example. He's yeah. very impressionable, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta be careful around people like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You gotta take responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so which of us is taking him to get his uh, dwarf permit? <laughs> mm, yeah, that's oh, right. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I've got till Wednesday. Uh, you're... You're coming in a little quiet, Ken. How's that? That is a lot better. Okay, so by the end of last session... You had just spoken to the Black Hand agent that was the Drow Man, and mm-hmm. you made the decision on your own that you were going to break onto the boat to see what the hell they were smuggling. Yeah, because we already tried to talk to him. That failed miserably. And I'm assuming this world doesn't follow, follow video game logic where I can just talk to him again and try again. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't quick save. Yeah. No, this was no, quick save. Quick save. Him and then like, oh, shit, I failed the dialogue. Let's just, like, run in a circle and talk to this person again. Yeah, it's slightly cause... closer to, like, uh, real-life logic, where you've spoken to him once, and he'll remember. Because if you try to just repeat the, the dialogue from the beginning, he'll be like, yeah. what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> I suppose... Could, uh... <laughs> See if he forgets you by I, then. The other option is I am uh, I'm fairly certain Liam is really good at uh, uh, disguises. I believe that was a thing in my history. I have a disguise kit. Ooh, that should be fun. So I could, you know, go in as seemingly somebody else. And it's just a Groucho Marx mustache, isn't it? I mean, it could be. <laughs> if he rolls poorly, absolutely. Yeah. I could underestimate these guards. We're like, oh, they'll never expect Groucho Marx. <laughs> <laughs> Or no whatever suspects the Spanish Inquisition. Or you could be exactly. super sketch and put on blackface and pretend to be their boss. Oh no! I'll <laughs> <laughs> go down well. It depends. If you roll good enough, no one will know. <laughs> yeah, true. Just like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> no one cared about that because he was just oh, I that good. About that. Oh yeah. yeah. That was 100% blackface, but no one cared because it, the spirit so behind good. it was different. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Um, I could just, like, be like Wayne and just have a bajillion different hats. Allow me to move you over <laughs> to a fancy map I made. Oh, shit, son. Ooh. Oh, I see. Nice. Okay, we're going to have to... Where's the, where's the zone here? I see people to begin death with. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So those are on on the map. Those are the two guards right on over the gangplank that you okay. interacted with earlier, and that is where they are. 
Now, it, ah, there's the sim. In the t- right. in the timeline of the story, it's somewhere around late mm-hmm. afternoon ish after your day of gallivanting. So, I don't know if you guys wanted mm-hmm. to wait till night or attempt this in the afternoon or. Uh, we should probably wait until night, right? I mean, yeah. we're gonna be breaking, if we're going to be breaking into the boat, yes. Um, I feel like between now and night, we might be able to convince me that I could just create a costume and see how well that works. Mm-hmm. You could attempt. It's not a bad plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm drawing and stuff. So how dare you? What kind of disguise would you want to attempt to make? Um, that would be a good question. Because you can't um, just, like, throw on a random face and have the guard suddenly go, oh, yeah, the last strangers were sketch, but this stranger is way better. This guy looks total legit. He's got a monocle. It's Mis- fine. Mr. Trustworthy. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best thing that I can think of right now would either be um, the guy we have in custody whose name I forgot. Rocco? <laughs> Rikis? Rikus. So one of those two? Rikus. It's 50, um, I, could either, I could either disguise myself as Rikus, or the other possibility being um, just, like, try and look as sailory as possible and just pretend to be a drunk sailor trying to get back on my boat. You pretend you're Popeye. I could <laughs> pretend I'm Popeye and have, like, a giant aneurysm in my brain. <laughs> um... But I feel like trying to mimic Rikus, depending on... He was a tiefling, so this would have to be a pretty high roll, because I am not a tiefling. Potentially. So, how much does anyone know about boats and stuff? I imagine he knows virtually nothing. I know a fair amount about boats, but I don't think Liam would know. Yeah, that's the important question. Is do, what do the yeah. characters know? It's like, who are you asking? Are you asking me? Because I work at a boat store. No, no, no. no. I, I, the characters are the important part. Yeah, Liam probably wouldn't know too much about boats. Um, I'm sure he's been on them a couple of times and would be like, oh yeah, there's like the main deck, there's a place underneath where people live, and there's a place underneath that where there's cargo. And then there's the lefty and the righty and the <laughs> poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. And you, and you giggle at it every time. You can't not. Um, and if you don't drink your orange juice, you get scurvy. Uh, yeah. Yes. Factual. Yeah. So, because it was scurvy is what uh, vitamin D, vitamin C deficiency, vitamin C, vitamin C deficiency. Yeah. 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 So, orange juice, limes. All right. So what else is really high in vitamin C? All right, so the, th- the thing I think I want you to know... Just pop an emergency. Is an emergency. There's <laughs> 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 a pretty basic thing. Um, it is, do you think Rikus is the only member of the crew? He's the only uh, member that we've met. Yeah, he's the only member. I suppose we could scope out like one of the bars, and I could try and you know one of them. I went, yeah, but he's the one I've seen. Correct. So it could potentially be an option that you would want to research the other crew members potentially. Yeah, because he did mention this is that, all like that meta game like, stuff, and so I'd have to come up in game for Liam to probably think of it. Though I don't know. All right, so if he if Liam wants to attempt to, because we kind of left off with I think all of you were at home base, mm-hmm. talking yep. things over with Umbran and Rikus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could discuss in character here 
and and hash out the plan. Yeah. Uh, we can do that. All right, guys. Uh, we need to get on to the boat. How do you propose we do that? Um, the kind of two ways that I can think that that happens is either go uh, on the deck via from the water or from the dock via the plank. Gangplank. I'm not even sure that's the right term. It's not. It's the ramp <laughs> or something. Do any of us even know how to swim? Yes. Probably. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, so let me re- let me revise this. By speaking on the phone, we really mean sneaking onto the boat. I understood that. But if I can get us past the guard, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I used to do my own costumes in the circus. I might be able to pull something that way. Can you disguise us as crew members then? And we'll just walk right past the guards and they'll think that we're just members of the crew. Erkan and Jacoba, probably? You I'm not so sure of. I would probably fit into one of those crates, though. <laughs> now that's not too bad of an idea, actually. Is, yeah. And be like, oh, hey, we've got shit for the boat. We gotta put it on. The captain bought something. You're gonna have fun trying to disguise me. I have a tail. Uh, cruiser and I have a reptilian face. <laughs> yeah, but you at least understand how to interact with people. You say that, but the Alois is different. <laughs> so, are you discussing all of this in the presence of Rikis, or are you like off to the side? Um, in front of him, probably. Oh, well, let's hold on. <laughs> Odds are we are doing it uh, with him. Yeah. That would be an 18. So, no. No. Okay, so so you guys are in a <laughs> huddle to the side, like trying to hash out your game plan together. So no NPCs yeah. are hearing this going on. Yeah. Especially since I think, like, actually entering the boat is outside the parameters of the job. <laughs> so this is your own volition. Yeah, well, we got to know what's going on. Gotta protect the city. Yeah, apparently. We're very zealous about this. Apparently. From something, from something we might yeah. not even know is actually real. <laughs> not actually <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now you're curious. And if you don't find out, like, it's just, just gonna kill you. It's gonna eat you up inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Liam would suggest that we figure out where most of the crew is staying because they're probably going to be drinking this evening and we can be like, oh, hey, that's what the crew kind of looks like. I can make up some costumes for it. Or I can just wing it and hope for the best. Uh, I like the costume idea. So yay on the costumes, then? The yay for me. That's a yay. Have at it. All right. Um... You were saying that we were basically like having a huddle basically in the same room as Rikas? <laughs> well, I, I was still in the same room because it is like a small office space, so there's a conference room, so it's possible that Rikas... Okay. I, either you guys are in the conference room or Rikas and Umbrin are in the conference room and you're in the main room. Um, I would say Rikas and Umbrin would probably still be in the conference room. 
Okay, so you just close the door. No, that's on you. I mean, <laughs> it, it it doesn't matter either way. The whole point is you are in separate rooms. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I would at that note pop into wherever Rikus is, kind of like pop my head in, and be like, "Hey, Rikus, where's your crew staying?" <laughs> and, he, and he looks up and goes, "Uh, the honorable pillow." All right, thanks. And then I'd be out. <laughs> he he looks very confused at Umbran and back at the crew. What? <laughs> so you guys what? are headed to the honorable pillow just immediately um and it's still um sure <laughs> not sure where that th- thought started but i know where it landed <laughs> all right but it was more of like wondering about like where we are in the day and whether people would be there or not. It's, yeah, it's late. It's like late afternoon, so it's likely that the the night is just starting to ramp up. People have yeah. checked in at least. Mm-hmm. So being late afternoon, somewhere around five o'clock ish, people will be definitely have started drinking, having dinner. Yeah, and it wouldn't be weird that we would be showing up because it's about food time. Exactly. So, everybody in agreement? Because I'm only hearing Ian talking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm following the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we shall go. I am not hearing responses from anyone else, which is why I'm asking. Mm. All right. Because oh. Ian's dragging the party by the collar right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. how I do. All right. It's his world. We're just living in it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's not your fault for talking too much. It's everyone else's fault for not talking enough. Yes. <laughs> no, I was saying I'm sorry for them living in my world. No, <laughs> it's, it's not Hamish's area of expertise. He's he's happy to follow on at this point. Alrighty, so heading to the Honorable Pillow. The Honorable Pillow in Fairbay is not the fanciest establishment in town, but it is the most like it's it's most middle class. It's a classy, clean, friendly joint that's quite popular because it's just it's just good. It's a good place. There's decent food. It's not too expensive, and the the owners are are have great customer service. So as you walk in, it is absolutely packed. As traffic in the docks go in and out, people will have a day layover in Fairbay because it's got a reputation as being a a nice, quiet place to spend a night in between sailing. So there are. Dozens and dozens of people. Every um, table is is filled to the brim with people, and but they all look kind of sailory, so it'd be really hard to pick out who belongs to this particular boat. Hmm. No, the boat didn't have a name, did it? Correct. That we can yep. uh, that we noticed. No, that's. I think that's part of why we didn't uh, we started finding it suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that part is weird. Normally, there's a name. And a registration, but that's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get the registration paperwork from the captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how many people are in this bar now? Uh, dozens. dozens and dozens. <laughs> it is packed. It's the most popular place in town. Great. In hindsight, we should have gotten Regis. Yeah. Is this the same bar we've been into before? Yes. Or is this a different one? It's the same one. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. so um, Hamish still thinks the beer is free here. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> so he's gonna go straight up to the bar and ask for a beer. I'm gonna follow him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, of course I have to follow him. I don't have a choice of this. Yeah, you're, you're the chaperone. <laughs> so the bartender turns around and sees Hamish and does smile at him and then immediately looks over <laughs> you know giving him a look uh, some ale please so he looks at Jacoba you got this I, I pull out the four, four. Gold. and he nods and turns around and actually starts filling up the mugs and <laughs> <laughs> Now Hamish looks at the gold that he's pulled out and says, you're very generous with your tips here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. It's free beer with mandatory donations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very charitable business. Um, well, no, it's, I a, think it's a tax thing. It's a tax thing, yeah. Yeah, because mandatory donations are tax deductible. True. Oh no. Uh, no, not this. So they're helping you out by making you donate because you can deduct those from your taxes. Um, it's I, all a scheme. This is breaking my mind. Are we uh, libertarian fighters again? Apparently. No, but, no. Uh, you guys just had to listen to the libertarian dock worker rant at you about his political views and then there was the teenagers who weren't quite libertarian but they were like rebels mm. and the rebels happen to be a libertarian now it's, mm. it, it's a small distinction the teenagers were just being rebellious they're just against you know authority uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm if you ask them similar qu- Swanson to show up somehow oh yeah <laughs> uh, I should do that should make- <laughs> oh, no. Totally have a um, Swanson character. That'd be great. I'm gonna write that down. Oh no! <laughs> You're welcome. I helped. Yeah, you've contributed uh, to the world. Now, okay. The first time we were here, did we ask about the boat at all? Or did we... No, because I... there's nobody else here. Yeah, yeah. Because you were yeah, I mean, the uh, barkeeper. Yeah, guy. when you were first there. Well, yeah, the barkeeper had nothing to say about that because he, uh, you know, works at the bar. Right, but um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and you were also there at like ten or eleven in, in the morning, so there was like no one there. Some people having lunch, and that was about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm imagining this as like we walk into the bar. Uh, Hamish and Duke, uh, Hamish immediately goes for the actual bar itself. Jacoba follows him, and uh, Irkin and I are just kind of standing at the door, still. <laughs> Um, where I'd probably, upon realizing that, like, oh crap, I don't know whose uh, crew of the ship or not, probably lean over and be like, I feel like we should have brought Regis with us. <laughs> you think of that now? Uh, I was forming the plan as we were going. <laughs> Why are you leading us again? <laughs> Why are you Why in charge? Why do this? <laughs> Charismatic and leader? I don't know. Should we, should we go back and get Rikus? I mean, um, how long is it to get from Honorable Pillow back to home base? I mean, it's not that far. It's like maybe a ten-minute walk there, in one way. <laughs> Would it even be wise to leave Takover and Hamish behind while we get Rikus? Yeah, you go, Peter Rikus. I'll sit here with my drink and. Uh... 
Well, it doesn't cost us anything to have more, so... <laughs> you're not gonna, you you're not gonna burn down, right? <laughs> so, you're the one who burns... Wait, the person who was burning stuff down was you. <laughs> Maybe a little. Not me? I don't know what you're talking about. So... <laughs> is Ergen gonna head back no, to home no. base to get your prisoner? <laughs> Uh, what? Like, what, what would we do then? We would just have him with us at the bar. Yeah, but there would be a good 20 minutes where uh, Jacoba and Hamish get to get into trouble. And I'm totally, totally okay letting them do that. I mean, you don't have to bring him back. You could just go ask him who but, his but yeah, crewmates you... are. In detail, describe all of your crewmates so we can pick him out of a crowd. Oh, no. He might be a little resistant <laughs> to that idea. <laughs> Yeah, detail, probably just like a name and... I think it'd be easier just to bring him. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, right. we, we were just keeping we were just keeping him in custody basically for, uh, I think, his own sake more than anything. I think it was just to appease Miss Tuesday. Yeah, Miss Adderton. It was appease Miss Tuesday. Yeah, Miss Adderton. And so I feel like we could... Uh, go back, grab him, be like, hey, we're gonna release you, let's go get a beer um, where he's probably going to sit with his own crew versus a random other crew uh, from another boat, ship, sorry. I thought you said you had a plan. Um, yeah, see, I'm forming this plan as we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's going great so far. I feel like this plan is not well thought out. That's usually how they go. Perfect. Uh, this will be great. That's where people can step in and be like, hey, you're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> because they thought of something better. Please. I am the referee. I am giving no suggestions. I told you I had no solution to this puzzle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got maybe one idea, but I'm players. not sharing it. <laughs> oh, I love this plan. Free beer and hiding in a crate. I'm all for this. Yeah, see, not what I was going for. The whole, like, using Rikas to figure out who his crewmates were. Alright. Well, that's good, too. I'm fine with letting the dwarf hide in a crate. As long as we don't mix up the crates. (laughs) Forget which one he's in. We might get a new dwarf if we do. Uh, Just trade him at the dwarf store. (laughs) When we register him, we'll get him traded in for a newer model. The dwarf's a souvenir now? Apparently. <laughs> so, unless somebody has any better ideas, or I think of something in the next couple minutes, that seems to be the best I got for figuring out who his crewmates are. Just going and bringing him here? Yeah, because we don't need yeah. him in custody anymore. Um, I can try and remember what some of his crewmates look like. And then... Uh, we'd be like, hey, we had a few beers, we brought it back, I ate some food, uh, we have other stuff we have to do, and then we can go do uh, our quick change routine and be at the boat. Right. Are you executing this plan? That sounds good, yeah. Uh, I'm staying at the bar regardless, so um, until I'm I'm told to either get in a crate or or follow you to the ship, then I'm drinking. I, uh, He needs a chaperone, so... Mm -hmm. Alright, yeah, so... So, uh, you're gonna go run an errand, and what while uh, <laughs> while the cat is away. So let's let's okay. yeah let, let's have that. So you're on your way to home base, and we'll just have that be entirely off camera. You go to home base, you 
Mm-hmm. Go and get Rikus. Yeah. You say what you have to say to bring him back. So, in that 20 minutes of alone time, Hamish is now in a bar, a raucous bar, filled to the brim with people. Does Hamish enjoy drinking games? Uh, Hamish loves drinking games. Okay. Oh, no. Well, as you can no, imagine. You I only have seven gold. <laughs> <laughs> as you can imagine, in a bar full of sailors. There are more than one drink. There is more than one drinking game going on. So I feel like you're just enabling him. <laughs> so <laughs> would Hamish be tempted to join any of these? Uh, he would certainly be tempted after after uh, downing his first ale. He's going to be looking around and seeing what games are going on, and um, yeah, looking especially for. Uh, any that involve dice or um yeah he's he's partial to dice games uh, so that they'll be looking around the tables for that all right so the two the the two most popular ones seem to be a version of beer pong oh no (laughs) and and there is a game of of dice but you can't tell what the rules are just by seeing people rolling dice Okay. Well, he'll he'll wander over to the dice game and and take a look and see if he can work out what this game is and if he knows it. All right. So, it's a very simple game where it's basically craps. The person who rolls the dice calls out a number, and if they get the number, their opponent drinks. Otherwise, they drink. Really. Oh, simple. that sounds fun. Yeah. Really, really simple. So, of course, everyone's calling out sevens, because that's the most likely. But mm-hmm. but everyone's really into it. So, you, you see a couple rounds of this, and it's uh, it seems really fun. People are, And the crowd is really getting into it. So, would Hamish like to participate? Absolutely. Alrighty. He's going to push his way up to the table, and... Um, is, are, are people just yelling out numbers, or is there... Like, like as uh, they roll, they... An order... Yeah, as they roll, they take turns rolling the dice. So as they roll, they call out a number. So he will he will push his way up and and sort of uh, look for an opportunity to grab the dice. All right. Well, yeah. If you're sitting, is the situation is almost like at a casino where you have a table that ha- that the game is being played on, and there are people standing around it spectating. So if you sit down at the table, okay. everyone will see that. All right, you're you're choosing to participate, and it'll just go clockwise around the table. Excellent. So there are now three players. Hamish is player number three. So uh, as soon as he sits down, someone will put the man will push the dice over to you and say it's your turn. You gotta bet uh, at least two gold. Uh, let's just make sure I've actually got gold. I don't think I'll imagine that gambling's free. I'm not that clueless. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you have a history with it. Uh, yeah, I got gold. All right, so I'm gonna put down three gold. Ooh, big boy. All right. So it's your round. So um, roll two d six, call out a number. It. And if Hamish has a has a history with gambling, <laughs> he knows what's up. <laughs> Bam! And as I do that, I'm going to yell out. Um, Why did I roll two five? Seven seems too easy, so he's going to roll out ten and roll the dice. Considering my two test rolls were fives, you should have called out five. So since I you failed, have, yeah. since you failed to call out the correct number, he has to take a drink. Excellent. He takes a drink and passes it over. The other guy yep. takes the easy route. Calls seven. He fails. Next guy, seven. 
Come on. He fails. Man. <laughs> There's a lot of red boxes. Every one of those have red boxes. All these dice are ones. What the hell's going on? <laughs> oh, no. Roll 20 is fucked. I've hacked the table somehow. It's all ones. We should be guessing low. So it goes back around to Hamish again. And uh, and keep in mind, like, the man on Hamish's left has been playing for a little while, so he's swaying a bit. Okay. Uh, you say there's a minimum two gold? Yep. Per round? Yeah, right, yeah. Well, Hamish will put down two again. And uh, this time he's noticed the pattern and he's going to shout five as he rolls. Six. Six. Oh, so close. <laughs> All right. He goes back around. Oh, no. I need... So, wait. How does how does one win the pot? It, if you call out the correct number, you win the pot. Okay. And everyone else drinks. Okay. That so, makes a little more sense. Yeah. So I'm trying to... I realize I haven't been tracking the actual pot so far. So Hamish started with three. And they've been betting the minimum. Two. So three... And then I went to two. Yeah, so it's three, two, two, two. Now, the other guy's rolling two. And yeah, he's, he's going to see the writing on the wall, and he's also going to roll for five. Oh, yeah, three. <laughs> Add another two to the pot. He called five, and it was a six, so he also drinks. Hamish! Uh, a little shrug of the shoulders. Stakes are getting higher. Going to put in another two... And this time he's going to play the odds and go for seven. Oh. So far, by the way, the pot is at 17 gold with Hamish's. By the way, seven may not be the most accurate number, depending on how roll seven does rolling. Yeah, roll 20 may... Well, seems to me, like, yeah, five 20. and six is, is the shit, so... Apparently. All right, yeah. ne- next is the minimum bet. 2d6, and he's going to call 6. 8. Oh! Oh, no. Oh, no, that was right. Six. This is not going well. 2d6. For the next guy, another minimum bet. Oh, he, he, he called a 6. I should say that before I roll. <laughs> I yeah, get so focused should. on the macros. All right. Yeah. All right, Hamish. All right, I feel good about this one. Come on, you can do it. I'm seeing a lot of 5s, a lot of 6s. What are you calling? It's going to be... A five. No, it's not. Oh, jeez. This on? pot's going to get nuts. Another yeah. two. Uh, let's call six. Ooh, seven. Uh, the guy on the left, by the way, is looking real woozy. <laughs> you also lose if you if you up, Chuck. <laughs> so you're just out of the game. Start punching people. <laughs> All right, next minimum bet, 2d6. What does he say? He is calling five, nine. Damn, Hamish, your turn. This is going well. All right, Hamish is now uh, looking at his last two gold pieces and thinking, all right, we're going to go for this. Go for broke. So puts, puts down his last two gold. All right, he's going to be ridiculous here because this is Hamish. Oh, boy. And he's going to call two. Oh! <laughs> he rolled oh, three. Jesus. It was so, so close. close. It was so close. <laughs> and then he's gonna... He'll just finish his drink. So. <laughs> All right. Can, can Jacoba take his place? Uh, absolutely, because he, he, right. uh, he can leave the table, but he leaves his, his money in the pot. Yeah. So, uh, Hamish, first, uh, roll me a Constitution saving throw to see how drunk you are. All right. Seven. Oof. He is. <laughs> After so many rounds, he is bordering on like very tipsy to drunk. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. So. Twenty-nine. Oof. 
The pot is 29 no. gold. This should be good. Can Jakova win the pot back, or is he just going to lose everything? <laughs> so, is, is there a way I can use my sleight of hand? I'll allow you to roll a sleight of hand. If you roll a 12 or above, I'll allow you to add or subtract one to your roll. Ooh. So roll sleight of hand. And if you critically fail, they're going to see you're trying. Alright. But it's not you your see, turn you're just yet. Gonna place the dice down and be like seven. <laughs> well, at first it's not your turn. Minimum bet for the guy to your left, going clockwise. Uh, Jesus, uh, let's call a six. It was six. He wins the pot. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh no. There so, goes my whole plan. <laughs> so he <laughs> he won thirty-one gold and. Yes, and he's looking real woozy, so he's he's gonna take his money and and wander off, <laughs> and he's stumbling through the crowd. And, every, and as he's going by, the crowd is like cheering, laughing, and patting him on the back. And, <laughs> and it, there's, help. there's yeah, there's good spirits, know. good spirits all around. <laughs> so as soon as Shakova sits down, the other guy wins the pot. <laughs> Do you want to continue playing the game, or are you gonna call it quits for gambling? <laughs> I'll call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God damn. I'm going to take uh, Hamish and go to the bar and throw him on a seat if there's a uh, spot open. Sit. Stay. Yeah, there's, there's a couple spots open. <laughs> the spots that you left a few minutes ago are, are not occupied. Okay. So I would say that's about enough time for uh, for party members to come back. <laughs> With, <laughs> with Rikus, your prisoner. They walk in as everyone's cheering. Yeah, yeah. And the other guy walks in. Sure. <laughs> Such a warm welcome. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> They're here for you. Why are we cheering? Yay! <laughs> so, I think they like you, Rikus. Yeah, yeah. So this whole time, what has Urkin been doing? Has he been observing? Did he go with... Back to yeah, HQ. I went with. Okay, you went with back to HQ. All right, so yeah. we're they. <laughs> so, Erkin and Liam are back with with the prisoner Rikus. And have you taken his manacles off? Yes. Okay. So yeah. So so you brought him as like a, a companion now, rather than a a prisoner of some. Oh, fake... I figured we were just going to like release him to his cruise custody. Uh, sure. Yeah, and he would be very appreciative of that. So he would like shake your guys' hands, saying like, uh, mm-hmm. "I would say it's been a pleasure, but it hasn't." So, and he'll he'll wander off to a particular. Uh, after he walks in, he does ha- try to like scan the whole room. It's so crowded; it takes him a few minutes to find uh, mm-hmm. his crew. But he does find them, and he wanders over, and he he walks over to a table that has uh, five members at it. And as soon as he shows up, you hear cheering. They go, "Hey!" Like they were wondering where the hell he went. And they get and they get to drinking and chatting. So you see, in the crew, three humans, a dwarf, the tiefling, and a drow. Is it the same drow? No, it is not. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Could you repeat them? A uh, dwarf, a drow, a tiefling, and three humans. Yes. All right. Okay. The dwarf is not going into the crate. Well, great. He's gotten himself pretty drunk, so <laughs> he has gotten himself pretty drunk. Uh, 
Are there any dragonborn by chance in the bar other than present company? I mean, yeah, there, there's like maybe one in the bar, but not in the same room. Okay. Yeah, oh, great. Great. <laughs> you must be good at making costumes. <laughs> yeah, I think the facial features are more challenging than the tail, because you can just paint the tail red. Yeah. <laughs> Because tieflings have to Why is there a giant tiefling coming with us? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, Valus is a giant tiefling. Because <laughs> if I remember correctly, Urkin's not very small. Um, um, I don't remember off the top of my head. How tall is Urkin? I'm sure I put it somewhere. Oh, he's six foot two. Six two. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Probably a little on the small side for a dragonborn, but definitely not small. And probably bigger than Rikus. Almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Damn. Also a slightly longer face. Yeah, yeah. There's... Yeah. More lizard-like. Sure, the eyes are a little bit different. All right. Um, so I would do my best to... Uh, remember what they look like. Already. Um, hmm. I feel like maybe an intelligence yeah, check, thinking... or we can just roll that into my uh, my check with my disguise kit. Uh, yeah, sure, we can do that. That makes more sense. All right. So at a later time, the yeah, the roll yeah. in your dis- disguise kit is partly how much you remembered and also partly. <clears throat> how well you recreated it. I I have a disguise kit too, if that helps. I mean, if you're good at it. <laughs> I don't know. So I assume I you're I also studying it. the features of all these crew members. So how long are you guys planning on staying at this bar? Are you going to wait till nightfall and wait for the crowd to disperse a little bit? Or are you going to... Um, I would... Because I mean, there's, there's going to be a critical mass on it. And so I feel like uh, Liam would order some food for the people at the table and the crew members. Oh, he's going to try and, no, wait, and, be, hold on. and be friendly? Oh, yeah, be friendly and join him just so I can like be there and really be able to study their features. Yeah. So, so over yeah, the, I yeah. think he would do that. Yeah, so over the course of the night, a uh, Rikus would de- Rikus would definitely like tell everyone what happened with like the arrest and everything, and and he would say that like you you really helped him out, got him out of trouble, mm-hmm. even though the whole thing seemed like bullshit. It is bullshit. It was, <laughs> it was racism in action. Yeah. <laughs> so, in that case, you will have to subtract like if you're buying for the whole table, I'd say subtract a good. 10 gold for all right for food and drink how much money does how much money do i have uh, yeah you haven't even completed <laughs> your first job yet uh turns out i'm flat broke because i don't think we ever did that <laughs> all right it's all right just get them drinks they're free oh, they're not free hamish <laughs> <laughs> the hamish looks but he's too drunk to process it. <laughs> if you never got starting gold, roll 3d10. Alright. Yeah, as I was say, it's like, I don't think I ever did it. 23 yeah. is pretty respectable, so then subtract yeah. 10 out of that. For... Yeah, so I got 13 left. So you bought a round for everyone, bought, <clears throat> bought, some, bought food. some food. Uh, I'm a storyteller because I am a performer, and so I'm probably telling some awesome stories. 
right, uh, roll performance to see if uh, you warrant any tips for that. Oh, yeah. I could perform for the crowd, couldn't I? You absolutely could. There are a lot of people here, and you are a bard. I am a bard. Nice! All righty. All right. I feel like... uh, You get nine golden tips. Yeah, it's a red I do. That's that's a pretty good haul. Absolutely. So, really so what mm-hmm. what story are you telling, and how are you telling? It? Are you telling it like slam poetry? Oh. Are you singing a song? Are you no? Um, it would probably slam poetry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it'd probably be kind of like a theatrical reenactment. Um, probably probably one of the routines I did in the circus so it'd be kind of more of a humorous tale so like a dramatic storytelling yeah a comedy of some kind oh yeah lots of physical comedy what's the comedy about that is a good question improv skills come on is there a way i can assist as a fellow bard I, I, I've already. It's, it's a twenty. Yeah. No, I, I'm asking. <laughs> I need to make it. I'm more. asking the subject matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, just, oh. I'm not asking you to actually do the performance in real life. I'm asking uh, you, like, what, what was no. it about? What was the story you <laughs> well, told? Yeah. Um, it probably would have been. Uh, I think it would have gotten over dramatic in one of his uh, one of his circus. Like one of the times he went to Brightport and they were doing a circus show there. Let's say half the tent fell down. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it was just so like... it was kind of like rainy and stormy, and yeah. like one of the poles from the tent fell down, and... So you're telling a story of how the, sh- the show almost didn't go on, but it did, despite everything yeah. going wrong, and you tell the slapstick story of, of disaster. Of yes. One thing after another going wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that all right? That that's a good story to tell, and and because you rolled a twenty on your performance, you you do it very well. You don't stumble over your words at all, and that the physical <sighs> comedy going on is is fantastic. You fall on your face a couple times to illustrate, and everyone is laughing. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oops. All right. All right. So after a few hours uh, of sitting around drinking gambling telling funny stories uh you have a pretty good sense of what this crew looks like they all like you and uh they all wander up eventually as the night peters out many of them many of the patrons start like wandering back to their rooms in the inn including most of the of the crew uh Rikus actually is one of the first to go to bed because he has had a long day <laughs> he, and he says yep. so as he gets up he's like i'm really tired i've had a long day and he goes back to the inn, and and I would say it's about 11 p.m. midnight at this point, and the the bar is definitely not empty, but it is there's elbow room now. Hmm. So would this be the time to try and execute your daring heist? Probably, but we would need to don our disguises. Yes. Where do you intend to make that happen? Right in front of the guards. What? Hamish Wood. So, speaking of Hamish, because it's been a couple hours, oh, because it's been a couple hours, uh, I would say Hamish has sobered up a bit. Okay, he's probably got a bit of a headache, but he's at like low tipsy level, loose. Nah, he's used to. Yeah, (laughs) he's always got a headache. Yeah, so so he's at he's at tipsy level now, no longer. No longer drunk. Hmm. Did anyone ever mention to Hamish that he was supposed to be like studying the crew members? He's still under the impression he's getting in a crate. 
He's still under the impression. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think you guys really needed to. The master uh, disguise needed to. Yeah. So I was the one who needed to know what they look like, because we're probably. I feel like the best thing to do would be kind of like bumble on a little drunk, angry, sputtering that we have to carry this fucking crate at the onto the boat at like midnight. Yeah. Um, is HQ in between the honorable pillow and the dock? No. Okay. Because the market district slash, um, like all the inns are near to the docks, and mm-hmm. HQ is kind of in town. I see. So if we wanted to take even longer, we could head back to HQ and change. Um, we could do it here in the bar. Probably wouldn't be a good idea, though, because there's still people there. Yeah, um, we could find a random alleyway because that's not sketchy at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is dark out and it is midnight, uh-huh. so foot traffic would probably be minimal. But it would it, also be harder to see donning the costumes. Correct. Also, it is an alleyway at night, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd probably be harder to actually do the costumes as well. Yeah. Yep. So I think going I think going back to HQ is going to be the best bet. Yeah, it's not that far. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so you totally could. So you guys going to uh, head back to HQ, uh, yeah. roll your checks, and then head off to the docks. Yes. All right. Where are you going to get a crate to put Hamish in? I feel like the docks would be a good place to get a crate. You're just going to nab one? <laughs> yeah. It's like when we get there, nab one and go. Yeah. Unless we have one at HQ. Uh, no. There, there okay. would be plenty of empty crates sitting around at the dock, but they are owned by people. It's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying anyone will come after you. Just no, morally speaking. You are stealing. We'll put it back. It's borrowing. Unless something happens. Then we'll hit a gray area there. <laughs> I mean, like, already hit that. There's not going to be... There's not going to be... Is there, like, a person selling crates at midnight? <laughs> Almost certainly not. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like our options are a little bit limited there. Find some guy coming out of the alley. Hey, do you want to buy some crates? <laughs> <laughs> buy some crates? <laughs> He's got him in his trench coat. <laughs> but the, so they're not bulging out, but they're like IKEA kits. So he's, he opens up; it's full of planks and instructions <laughs> with no words on them. Yeah, and there's like 17 pages. I'm like, it's a crate. Why are there 17? Pages How hard in is the crate? It says Acme on the lid. Yeah, <laughs> and when you sit down and actually put it together, it turns out there's like 400 steps, and it's impossible. <laughs> it's a box. How hard is a box? Yeah, I can't even pronounce this. It's missing Me spelled wrong. This is mace. M A C E. Oh damn it! I accidentally ordered the tesseract, not the cube. Damn it! Oh no, no. It's got eight sides, not six. Ugh. I can't build into the fourth spatial dimension. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, gonna try. That's what the instructions say to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna need that level nine spell you created earlier. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> TPK the spell coming All right. right up. All right, so All right. R- roll your disguise kit for uh, everyone individually. So who okay. are you disguising oh, no. and how? Um... 
Okay, let's go to let's let's get myself there. This guy's kit. Uh, Jacoba obviously going to be the drow. Um, I want to be the dwarf. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll have to take your knees off. <laughs> Hamish, dwarf. Um, would I be passable as one of the humans? You could also potentially. I mean, if you wear a hat, you could. Yeah, and, and you could also potentially just not disguise Hamish because you're putting him in a crate anyway. Unless you're, uh, <laughs> unless well, you're then we have the problem disguise. of we have to disguise the Dragonborn as a not Dragonborn or come up with a story for that. Yeah, we could we could put Hamish in the crate and then uh, have some extra muscle to carry it because the crate's really heavy. You could put me in the crate. Yeah, well, that was the original plan. All right. If you don't want to go in the crate, you don't have to. Uh, but we could have Erkin be like an extra hand, be like, yeah, it's really heavy. We needed some muscle to lift this thing. That's the only way I see getting dragon porn onto <laughs> the boat. Unless he doesn't go on the boat. I mean, I was saying you could put me, Erkin, in the crate. And then we'd have, oh yeah, we could put you in there. So we could put Erkin in the crate. Erkin's going in the crate. <laughs> <laughs> Plan <laughs> Turns out they were trading slaves. It happened to be a dragon board. Just one. <laughs> dragon Just board one. slave. Well, well, no. If one slave is in a crate, maybe all the slaves are in crates. That's true. Yeah. See, we've got probable cause now. Besides, yes. we've already heard about dragonborn slaves in the world, so it's a thing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So Hamer's dwarf. Silva Drow, uh, I'm going to pass as one of the humans, and then we'll put Urkin in uh, a crate that we have. Alrighty, sounds uh, like a plan. So, All right. roll for disguise kit, starting with uh, whoever you want to start with. Let's start with uh, Hamish. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. Five. <laughs> yeah. So let me get this straight. You want me to pretend to be a dwarf? Yep. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> do I need a permit to be a dwarf on the ship? <laughs> no. Not till Wednesday. Not till Wednesday. All right. Um, I feel like he would not, like, as I'm doing makeup, I feel like he would have not been sitting still very well. Oh, probably. No. Yeah, he's yeah. And, and it so itches, that's, that's so what it is. like the brush like... tickles, so he's scratching his face and ruining the makeup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get into character, and he's sitting there and going, "I'm a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. Be the dwarf. Be the like, dwarf, Hamish." I'm like, "Shut up for a second, Hamish. I'm trying to do something here." Is this some reverse reverse psychology? Some. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Knowing Hamish, uh, the moment it comes to him needing to roll a deception check, he's gonna biff it and he's gonna like fail his own accent, which would be hilarious. <laughs> Spontaneously become uh, like Middle Eastern or something, and we don't know why. <laughs> right. Yes, right. me uh, and dwarfs. Next, next is myself. Okay. <clears throat> This is going to go badly as well. 11. Yeah. All right. 11's good. Mm-hmm. You're putting on a hat. You're uh, 
You're just adjusting your features a little bit. Not too bad. Mm -hmm. It probably wouldn't pass any close scrutiny, but it uh, doesn't look too yeah. bad. Especially, it'll mm -hmm. be dark out, so it could be passable. Especially mm -hmm. since you're not drastically altering your appearance. Nope. So 11 should be. Uh, Erkin is going in a crate, so we don't need to disguise him. Nope. Unless this is like a uh, solid snake kind of crate situation. <laughs> Metagross solid, there we go. Metagross solid uh, yes. crate. And so, Jacoba. Solid crate. Nine. Solid crate is a nine. Oh. It's a These are terrible. Good God. Right. Yeah, roll the seven. You rolled a, a nine. <laughs> you rolled a three. Those are phenomenal rolls. <laughs> this is what happens when you put the mission in my hands. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so we have Hamish, who looks like himself, but with smudges on his face. You got, you got Liam, who has a passable disguise that won't uh, pass any kind of scrutiny. And you've got uh, Jacova, who has makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if he it works. Looks beautiful. It looks lovely. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I really covered up those blemishes. It, it's, it's working. It's working. So now that the disguises are applied, <laughs> you guys gonna head down to the docks. You're gonna steal a crate from some random pile, find an empty one Borrow. somewhere. What are you doing? With temporarily purchase. With are you doing? What are you doing with the crate? Are you going to just set the lid on top? Are you going to try and like secure it even just a little bit? Are you gonna? We're gonna ring a bell. Yes. <laughs> Turn on notifications. Silence your electronic devices. Hmm. Probably be better to secure it a little bit. <laughs> um. Nail it shut. <laughs> I I'm in the middle Yeah. Let's make sure you poke some air holes in as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'll be sure to do that. Just don't poke me while you're doing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Man, if you guys drop that crate into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, are you nailing it mm. shut? I assume you're not nailing it very shut just like maybe a couple yeah just so it doesn't roll just, just so it doesn't slide around as you're moving it or if you tilt yeah. accidentally tilt it as you're hauling it up it falls right off <laughs> okay so allow me to move the map back to the the ship I didn't move you guys back to the ship too not just me alright we are at the ship map so you guys are carrying the crate currently and you you said you stuck a couple nails in there yep not many just enough to like hold the lid on yep mm -hmm. all right so what's your plan of attack here who's in front who's talking what are you saying <laughs> um jacoba do you want to take the lead on this one uh sure so, so... We're, we're gonna have jacoba at the front i'm gonna move your token over so who is in the back because that ramp is going to be thin, so only two people can really carry the crate. Is it going to be Hamish or Liam? I'm, I'm decently strong, so yeah. Alright, so Hamish um, on the back, and... I'll spot. Moving up the, the ramp uh, with this crate, 
Jacoba is in front. And of course, the guards say, yes, halt. What is that? Who are you? What's going on? We got a last minute shipment order from the boss. So he asked us to bring it by. And, and the guards look skeptical at this and uh, roll deception. It's a 21. All right. So 21. they 21. So they, <laughs> they, uh, they, re- they reluctantly, reluctantly step aside and let you drop the crate off right on the deck here. One walks to the rear of the ship to get the captain, while the other starts ins- inspecting the crate. And uh, he doesn't seem to have any tools because he's, he's a guard, so he can't open it because it is nailed shut because he did do that. So are you guys going to take any actions while the other guard is going back to fetch the captain? Hamish is going to wander casually up towards the front of the deck and step behind the barrel, not really hiding per se, but just uh, being short. He might think he might not be noticed. Might be forgettable. <laughs> okay, and anyone else? Is Jacoba or is Erkin's just sitting tight? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be as, as still as he can. <laughs> don't don't want to give any indication <laughs> there's any life in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then lean against the crate. On top of it a little <laughs> bit, subtly. Yep. Uh, Liam. Uh, I think I would be leaning up against the crate as well. <laughs> Alright, the guard sees you guys leaning on the crate and says, Come on. Like, don't, don't lean on the crate. I need to I need to take ins- I need to inspect this. Oh, uh, sorry. And I'll stand up. I'll stand up again. Do either of you have any tools? <laughs> what? No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, stay here. And he turns around and uh, goes to the trap door and goes below deck. And while the other guy is below deck, the first guard comes back with the captain. And I don't have a token <laughs> for him, so you have to use your imagination. As they're walking back up the deck and before they get too close, Hamish is going to put his face up against the barrel and whisper... If you're a slave trapped in there, knock twice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Roll perception. Oh, dear God. Just say roll perception. Roll perception. (laughs) Do you hear a knock? Uh, Perception is on the skills. Absolutely it is. Uh, Ten. You do hear... do hear noises, but they're the normal ocean dock noises. You didn't mistake any of them as knocks for help. Okay. That's, I was mostly checking to see you didn't roll a critical fail. Because <laughs> if you did, you would have misinterpreted. Oh, no. <laughs> that would have gone great. Oh, that would have been wonderful. I was kind of hoping. So, while the other guard is going below deck, guard number one he has come back with the captain, who looks very blurry-eyed. He's rubbing his eyes, and and uh, everyone roll perception on the captain. Everyone immediately recognizes the captain as that very friendly draw man you saw on the Pounce and Claw earlier this day. Oh, no. What? Of course. Of course. So, <laughs> so very tiredly, he he's rubbing his eyes, and he... He looks at all of you and goes, uh, "What? What is this?" Allow me to roll a little perception for him. Fortunately, Hamish, who has the worst disguise, is hiding. Sixteen. Oof. Oof. That's good. <laughs> That's a good roll. So, 
he's a little tired, but I'll give him a little time. So <laughs> you have an opportunity to respond. So he's, he's rubbing his eyes and he says, what, what is this? What is this crate? Why are you here at midnight? I'm trying to remember what we were talking about in the bar with him. Uh, didn't he want to work with us again at some point? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm almost, I'm almost wondering if we could ask them to de- ask him to deliver this for us. Do any of you remember Wait, what, what the captain of the ship was called? <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that he uh, did not take too unkindly me patting him on the groin. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't react terribly negatively. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like Mr. Honor- Hon- Honorable. Oh, Mr. Honorable. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes, that that is the title. That is the name you were told is Mr. Honorable. Now... As you can imagine, that's likely not a real name. <laughs> but that is the name you were told. So do you say anything to him before he gets a good look at you? Um, he has asked you why you are delivering something and what the hell is it at midnight? And aside from the obvious, we don't know. We were told to deliver this to you. Uh, we weren't going to question it because it's fucking midnight. You you could go for it. Yeah, um, I say we were told to bring this here, sir. Uh, didn't want to question it. He was very adamant. It's fucking midnight, and I want to go back to bed. Roll deception. Excellent. I do not like the position I'm in right now. I'm in. I'm in the worst position. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And and after he's done rubbing his eyes, he he looks at you and squints a little bit. What did he look like? Uh, he was human, about yay tall, and I gesture it. Uh, dark eyes, lots of tattoos. I don't know. He seemed kind of sketchy and, and and not like someone I wanted to disagree with. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I ever cut your names. He did, wait, he doesn't know the name of his own crew. Uh. I'm Jacob. I'm going to point at Jacoba, and I'm going to say, this is Percy, and back over there, I'm assuming taking a dump or peeing over the side of the boat. Uh, that's William. And uh, Hamish is actually, at this point, sniffing the barrel to see if he can detect <laughs> any drugs. Uh, oh, no. Roll perception. Turns out Hamish is also a drug dog. <laughs> If he nails this this uh, per- uh, perception check, maybe. Yeah. Crit one. Uh, you're not sure. You you smell wood. Uh, In the ocean. Yeah, you smell salt, water. Hmm. It's hard to say. I'm a, with 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 the natural one, I'm surprised I smell even that. I mean, you're you're sniffing the outside of a barrel, so you smell the barrel. I smell the beer in my own beard. <laughs> you get distracted by that. Jesus. Sparrow smells like beer. Why? <laughs> I want some. Quick aside. Uh, who remembers the name that I gave myself? Jacob. 
Yo, Jake. <laughs> Thank you. You just bullshit some names and immediately forget. Correct. So hey, I got Percy and I got William. All right. So <laughs> the captain, Mr. Honorable, says those aren't the names you gave me in the Pounce and Claw earlier. Did I give him my name? I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure you you gave him because you, you said he said he wanted to talk, so you you introduced yourself to him. Uh, we also look like his crew. <laughs> uh, remember, I rolled his perception. Yeah, but we wouldn't know that he passed the perception check. Correct. <laughs> Alright. So, are you going to... Are you assuming that he's seen through your disguises, or are you leaning into... Oh, he must have been with his crew at that restaurant we were at earlier. Yeah. That we didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I'll... Hmm. I suppose I'll pull off the hat, and I'll hop up on the crate and say, I'm oh, Liam, no. and shake up my hand. Uh, shake up my hand. Jesus Christ. So you're now stomping on the crate that Urkin is in? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so, so you Wait, you take off your disguise and proudly <laughs> announce your name, and, yep. and and Mr. Honorable like puts his face in his hand and says, "Why are you here?" And he looks at his guard. Uh... Why did you let them on? <laughs> the guard says, "Hey, <laughs> they said they had something for you. I went and got you." And they let us on because you need better guards, by the way. Uh, we're just wondering if you could uh, deliver this for us. What? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Why would I even consider doing that when you are co- coming, interrupting my sleep in the middle of the night? Um, I have a charming smile. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's already face bombing. I know. Um, actually, I think he would say that and be like, "No, um, I'm kidding. I I don't know. Uh, uh, we were told to bring it down here. Uh, it's going. Did he say where he was going? Uh, you heard from Rikus that the it was coming from Overdale to Brightport. Okay. Um. It's just actually no. I think a better thing would be um, we were asked to uh, someone dropped it off to DNR. Um, asked our boss to bring it uh, to see if he could get it to Brightport, and you were heading that way. So I figured we could throw you some money, and all you have to do is carry a crate. I really don't like where this is going. <laughs> if you're going to lie to me, you could at least try a little better. Um, I'm you. Hamish realizes now that this is not going very well. Steps forward, sticks out his hand, and says, "Hamish William Thorlifson. Friends call me Will." And he refused. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's really in the crate? Is it your other friend? Well, I remember you saying that there were. uh, escort services you offered and so we wanted to avail ourselves of your escort services and the boss he was referring to and we gather that you carry this type of goods so top secret and all that uh, we'd like you to take this crate to Brightport <laughs> ship Urkin off to Brightport end of session <laughs> <laughs> yay <laughs> 
This is great. No. So, again, he's... And then he'll pause a moment and say, I didn't tell them all the details because... And he turns his nose. Top secret stuff here. He folds his arm and says, You lot are the most incompetent group of people I have ever met. Why, thank you! I thought... <laughs> I thought that we could maybe have a working relationship, but... I think not. I don't take too kindly to trespassers on my property. I'm going so to have to take So that's a no on transporting the crate then. <laughs> that's a no. And right. I don't think you guys are going to be leaving here. Oh. Well, so you will take the crate to Brightport then. <laughs> oh with, my god. With with, with us too. <laughs> Yeah, buddy, you're sending mixed messages to Hamish William here, and he gets confused very easily. Here's the choice that you have to make. You get to complete one task for me, or I kill you all right now. And this task would be? Doesn't need to be taken care of until tomorrow, because it is very late. But, in the woods, to the northeast of Fairbay, northwest of Fairbay, there are... There have been some reported sightings of some strange creature up there. I need all of you to capture it alive and bring it. If you fail, it will kill you. If you succeed, maybe we'll talk again. And I can leave and continue my business. And it won't be a total waste of my time. You know, you were much nicer when you had a nice meal in the restaurant. God. <laughs> <laughs> And he doesn't respond to that. All, all hints of friendliness are, of course, long gone. So let me get this straight. You kill us right now, or we go and capture a creature where if we fail, it will kill us. And if we bring it back here, you won't kill us. No, he's not going to kill us if we bring it back here, because we have to bring it back here as a part of our task. In one piece. In one piece. But if we bring it back in more than one piece, then you'll kill us. Yes. Because then it wouldn't be captured, it would be dead. Correct. You guys are absolute geniuses. Surely your intellect <laughs> is baffling. Will you uh, still carry the crate if we bring it back in one piece? Take the crate back with you and get the hell off my ship before I change my mind. And he turns yeah, Erkin's, around. And... Er, er, Erkin's just gonna go. Yeah, and he, he to get out now. <laughs> Urkin just opens the crate and gets out. <laughs> I'm okay with that one. Just opening the crate and leaving. Yeah. So, so Mr. Honorable turns around to leave, and and the guard who was standing next to him looks very confused. And then, as Mr. Honorable is walking back to his quarters, the guard that went below deck pops his head back out from the trap door and says. Oh, I finally found a crowbar. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Before the captain goes back to his quarters, or as he turns away, because he's turned away, Hamish is just going to slap him on the butt. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, just Hamish... a nice little tap. It's a, it's a goodbye tap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hamish is going to grab him by the wrist and drag him He's being polite. Hamish, roll perception. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, 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 
gonna clench or something? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ, you can't percept to save your life. That's a great one. It's the second crit one in a row. You're doing great. Jesus Christ. So. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of what the hell he sees. Um. Uh, and, and Hamish is clueless anyway, so with a critical one, like, you see him jump a little bit, and you're not sure how to interpret the reaction at this level. I'll leave it at that. It's up to interpretation for Hamish. <laughs> you just see a flinch. Could be good, could be bad, you don't know. Alright, it was, it was a goodbye tap, so he wasn't expecting much of a reaction so he'll he'll note that away for future reference to think over what went wrong there uh, was, but for now he's just putting it to the back of his mind I was also going to roll a perception check Liam uh, uh, notices that the flinch is uh, he may have he wasn't expecting that for sure so that's surprising but also mm-hmm. like like he, he he's, he's definitely appreciates the compliment which that is how he's <laughs> taking it he's taking it as a compliment <laughs> so with that, you have been assigned a mysterious task from the mysterious Mr. Honorable to go capture a mysterious creature in the mysterious woods, mysteriously. <laughs> my, uh, we'll just purple... hop in our mystery machine and travel down mystery lane. Absolutely. My purple prose <laughs> is, is beyond compare. <laughs> and uh, that that does it for this session. And until next time, we shall see what happens. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters dnrfancast at gmail.com. And also, be sure to check out our website, dnrfancast.com.